afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Yeah, TGIF. <laughs> People still say TGIF. That's not a thing anymore. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Fridays. Wait, what? TGIF, huh? Welcome to the program. I am Fred Slow. TGIVN. <coughs> Thank God it's Van Nunley. Yeah, baby. Welcome, Van. It's it, good to be here, brother. It's good to be here. Beautiful day out there. Why are you Beautiful dropping day a, in Albuquerque. Why are you dropping brother? Like uh, like a pro wrestling promo? You doing a little Hulk Hogan to start? Brother. It's a good day, brother. Yeah, brother. Damian Lillard, two-year extension, brother. Like, what? No one no Smart. one talks like that. Whoa. No one says TGIF. Two-year, $122 million? $122 You get paid $60 million to play basketball? Uh, not just one time, two times. $61 million. Are you kidding me? Holy moly. Holy moly. And I don't know if you saw, but reports were, I, I like reached out to the owner, but like <laughs> she wouldn't talk to me. Um, she like wouldn't take my call, so I sent her an email, and she like didn't get back to me. So if Nike could just buy the team, that would be great. It should. That's a real story. Should have a long time ago. Steph Griffin, how are you? I am great. I'm doing good. How about you guys? Just peachy. Beautiful yeah. day. So Jody Allen, who's the lady, Jody Allen owns the team. Mm-hmm. He used to be owned by her brother. He's the Microsoft guy, mm. right? Paul. Paul. Yeah. So uh, he's no longer with us. He was never with us. So Jody Allen is. The oh, you mean guy. like living? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Damian Lillard was like, "Yeah, I um." She, like, refused to take my call, so I sent her an email. Boom, um, 61 mil. Um, every time I reached out, she, like, never really takes the time to talk to me. <laughs> Yahoo Sports is like, what? This, first of all, congratulations to Yahoo Sports for still having a sports and also still being Yahoo. Didn't know that was a thing. He goes... Have you ever heard of, like, hey, the superstar face franchise, $60 million guy of your team? Just We just don't talk to the owner. Oh, my God. Everyone says she's toxic AF, dog. That is, they're paying Damian Lillard half of the salary cap. What's the salary cap next year? Do you believe for a second that Damian Lillard sends emails? $123.655 million. He makes... 49% of his yeah, whole team's salary cap. We talk about this all the time. Though. It's all bogus now. For every dollar you spend in salary, you spend, the, I, I think it's like $6.95, but we're just going to call it $7. You spend $7 in luxury tax. And Golden State's like, you should do that. You win. Yeah. Their salary their salary last year, like paid out, was like $375 million. And they're like, why don't you just push it to four and like, you know, keep like Porter Jr., the third? And they're like, because that would be $400 million. You know the difference between three hundred seventy-five million dollars and four hundred million dollars—that's twenty-five million dollars. That's a lot of dollars. 
You lost me there. Yeah, too many dollars. Yeah. Can't just throw numbers at me like some maniac. I'm not a dartboard with your number darts. When I said $6.95, you were like, okay, that's my language. I'm on, I'm on board now. Oh, one Whopper meal? Yes, I understand. She is, like, accused of, like, weird sexual harassment stuff all the time, too. Do you know much about Jody Allen? I don't. Oh, my gosh. Sounds like she knows how to party. No, she's the worst. She's the worst. Worse than Vince McMahon? All right, he's the worst, too. Let's go one and one on this. So, Allen, who is allegedly worth more than 20 bill, also Phil Knight, I think, is worth 20 bill. So, they're, like, both close. Ooh. So he was like, I'm going to give you two bill to give me this team. And she was like, three. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> when did Paul Allen die? 2018? So there's been a couple of years here. Just get out. And the front office is like, uh, she's straight, sexually harasses like all the vendors that come in and stuff. She's really weird. Toxic behavior, dating back to allegations of harassing bodyguards, and violating U.S. import laws? What? What import laws in Portland? What? Did, when she brought in Arvita Sabonis? Yeah, good kid? one. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to Cameron Triangle. Just took the lead at a golf tournament. In December of 2021... She fired the president of basketball operations, Neil Olshi. No clue. It's a fake name. For violating the team's code of conduct after an investigation into the team's code of conduct. That's how she's the iron fist. So let me hear this. Let me, okay, let me, let me straighten this out real quick. Quote, intimidation and profanity lace triads. Tirades. So a broke... The conduct policy <laughs> while investigating <laughs> the conduct policy. She's the worst. It's so bad there. And by the way, Dame. I was about to get out of jail for murder, but then I was in jail and murdered a bunch of more people. So they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> so when you go to drug rehab. You go to like whatever you go to like Betty Ford. And oh, they, they got catch, the best drugs there. Yeah, and they catch you yeah. drinking in the room. They're like you got to go, and you're like, I think I need help more now than ever. Yeah, like I'm, boys, help me out here. I scored dope in rehab. Yeah, don't you know? This is a cry for help, Steve. Intimidation. Oh, and- by the way, shout out to new friend of the show, Steve. Oh, okay. We met at a safe house distilling last night. How's he? Steve and Sandra. Ooh, they're just lovely. So then Nike's like, we'll give you $2 billion. And I'm betting you right now, Jody Allen is like, hey, Not now before I put $122 million on the books that you're stuck with, jerko. Every, allegedly, everyone in like Allen's corner is like, take the freaking money and leave. You will have $22 billion. What else do you need? Take the freaking money. It's all money from her dead brother. Yes. I would rather have a basketball team than $2 billion. Oh, no. Hard no. Absolutely not. If I had a place to sleep, I could feed myself mm-hmm. and travel, 
mm-hmm. I would take a basketball team over $2 billion. You would have all those things if you had $2 billion. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. But if I had $2 billion, if I had like $2 billion and $1, he said, hey, you could have this basketball team for $2 billion, but you will only have $1 left after. Today's I-9 varsity. Yes. Today's I-9 varsity is the things you would rather have than $2 billion. Okay, that's going to be a short segment. <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot. Today's I-9 varsity. When do you want to do that, Van? 5.30? We'll do it at the end of the program. We go up to 5.45 and I'm going to hand this thing off to Ice Steps Baseball. Continuing the theme for Jody Allen, when Phil Knight called to buy the team, do you think she took the call? He had to email her. He had to email <laughs> Quote, she didn't take Phil's call. Hey, Dame. How do I get a hold of your boss? <laughs> oh, email? Really? Does she not use carrier pigeons anymore? If your best employee is like, hey, I think something needs to be done at the workplace, you listen to your best employee. I don't care what job it is. You listen to your best employee. That's your best employee. If me and you go to management here and we're like, hey, we think some changes need to happen, we get when they're like, shut up. If Jeff Simbietta goes to him, listen to Jeff. Jeff knows. Jeff's been in the game for 20 years. From the texture, 505-246-0610, this isn't a fresh one, but this is absolute fire from this morning. Okay. You know I'm the biggest Lobo homer and supporter of everything we got going on here in Albuquerque. But this text is fire. Lobo fan will drive 20 minutes to sell out the pit to watch has-been Lobos once again do what Lobos do best, ellipsis, losing a tournament. Whoa. I don't know if I'm following you, and I don't know if we're on brand here. Help me out. The Lobos lose in the NCAA tournament is what he's saying. And now he gets to watch ex-Lobos lose in a tournament. Might have waited that one on a different segment. I'm, I'm not 100% following you. How does that relate to this? It's, it doesn't whatsoever. Oh, I, just, okay. I just noticed it from the texture. And uh, I like a well-crafted email. I like a well-crafted text. And that is, uh, I'm a glass half full guy. But that's fire. Right? One of the things that I really pride this program on is how well you can usually tie stuff in. That was complete derailment. That was nothing to this. Oh, there's a hard segue. Yeah. No, I just saw it out of the corner of my eye, and I was oh. like, ha, 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 ha. Maybe... Maybe put that one in your pocket. We'll do that when we come back. No, it's not. It's not necessary. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, we already got it. Continuing on. <laughs> so she's got to give up 122. That means she's selling, right? she got to be selling. Just load up the books. Don't you think? Yeah. Just put you in luxury tax uh, purgatory? She just ordered a bunch of black truffles for all the hamburgers and then just leaves. Look at that. Let's uh, go ahead and gold plate all of our spoons here for the Trailblazers. Yeah, that's literally. And we're out of here. Hey, you know what might be good, guys? Let's get LED upgrades, but let's not take any, let's not take any of the grants from the state for energy efficiency. <laughs> You're like, what? They're, they're right there. The, the grants are there. Go get them. You know hey. what this team needs? Some 50-year-old Elvis commemorative plates everywhere. That's what we need. They had two security chiefs. That would be a good one. They had two former security chiefs there for the Portland Trailblazers. I guess one was for the team, one was for the facility. Both of them accused Jody and Paul Allen, so the brother before he was dead, which you know from Microsoft, which I don't think I hear Bill say a single positive thing about. Don't know if that's true. But they accused them of smuggling, bribery, and sexual harassment 
They settled that bad boy out of court. <laughs> Good Lord. And allegedly, I guess not allegedly, this is proven, when Paul Allen was alive, Van, Jody didn't show up to no games, but the day after he dies, she's like, I'm the face of the team, I'm here every day, everyone pay attention to me. Are you describing the plot of Major League? Dog, this is this is, the plot of Major League? This is exactly the plot of Major League. Is she is she Ted Lassoing the Trailblazers? Is this what's happening here? Dog, she has been sued since 2013 by 15 former members of her own personal security staff. Man, she's trumping it, isn't she? She's been sued by 15, settled with 13 of them, two lawsuits still pending. She just sexually harasses them all. This is a different time. Griff, she's got a type. <laughs> Illegal is the type. Her former, oh my God, this is, it gets even better. Her security detail is all former veterans, like Navy SEALs and stuff. She has like a super type. <laughs> okay. Also, <laughs> this is as good as it gets, man. Two of those employees accused her of smuggling ivory out of Africa. And that is this like trade port, Portland, by the way, Port City. This is. This is the weirdest lady you've ever, ever imagined working for. She's like a Bond villain, but the script wasn't good enough, and they threw it out. They're like, you need to turn it up a tiny bit more. Like, sexual assault and ivory theft isn't enough to make her... <laughs> <laughs> we need some laser beams or something, please. That's her thing. She has an, She's really invested into a company that creates laser beams just to cut ivory off of elephants. And the R&D team is like... This is not going to be a really successful business venture. There's only there's only so many elephants. And she's like, 20 billion. And they're like, okay. In 2011, port inspectors destroyed 72 pounds of giraffe bones. Okay, now that's, that's excessive. Can you just give them to like a zoo or something? Give them to a museum? Smuggled out of Botswana... What is she going to do with giraffe bones? What is this? You like grind them up? Is it like a like an old school African tribesman Viagra? Yeah. What do you do with giraffe bones? It's a new. It's a whole cocaine thing for her. Allegedly. God, does it get oh crazier? Does it get worse? <laughs> the giraffe bones made it all the way to the port in Portland. Through a series, through an operation of a series of bribes to police and guides. All, so they do have ports there. It's in Portland, yes. That makes sense. Well, oh, this is even better. Under While under oath during this investigation, Jody declined to address allegations that she purchased tight European cut swim trunks for the men guarding her. As she requested them all to perform a fashion show. This is the weirdest lady. And Dame was like, give me 60 mil a year and I'll put... I have a personal number for me. I wonder if she had made ivory tusk necklaces for them to wear. Yes. (laughs) You're so spot on. Oh my God. Is the ivory tusks and the sexual assault, are those two things related? They have to be. Oh my goodness. Where did they touch you with the tusks, sir? Right on my Speedo? Yes. In the, what in the speedo area, man? What's you know what this is? What's the sexy dancer dudes from Australia? 
Thunder from Down yeah, Under. I knew you would know that. Yep. I, she's, I, yeah, she's trying to create like like the Chippendales. Is yeah, the other one. Yeah, but yeah. this one is like Tuskendales. Yeah, blazer for her kind of thing. I can't say Chippendales and not think about Chris Farley. Rest in this, peace. Oh well, it's and been Patrick some time Swayze. now. Giraffe <laughs> bones. Swayze. Giraffe bones. And Dame was like, you know what the number is to work for a psychopath? Do you guys know? Highest paid ever per season. That's the number. Hey, you know, we talk a lot about, like, Dan Snyder. Like, he's got dirt on somebody, and that's why he never gets in trouble and he never gets kicked out of the league. He's never going to lose his team. Damian Lillard just got $61 million a year to not snitch on where all the giraffe bones are. Oh, there's a whole... That is 100% why he's getting paid. From the live chat on the Facebook live stream, join your boys at TalkABQ on Facebook. Uh, just look us up, two men on, you'll find us. Rhinos have ivory. Okay. I guess I didn't think about that. I was only thinking about elephants. So that's okay. a good point. Sure, sure, sure. So that really doubles the laser cutting possibilities. Also, allegedly there are aphrodisiac properties... To ground up giraffe bones. So you were right, man. I don't know how I knew that. Also, a friend of the show, Craig, would like to join her security detail. That is a completely different story. Good Apparently, start. Craig's a big Speedo guy. <laughs> Craig's like, um, so I'm really qualified for the job. I actually already have the uniform, so you don't have to worry about that. Let's grab a break, van. Got a good one today. MLB talk whenever we get back. Ned James will join us at 4.30. He wants to talk. Uh, well, he's going to talk quarterbacks. Well, he's going to talk. Kim Kirsten is joining us from Locker 505 at 4.45. We can talk about their big grand opening this weekend at their new location. We'll be out there tomorrow morning. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. The Seuss. Josh Seuss on at 5 o'clock. Talk guys toast baseball. Big win for the boys last night. More NBA talk in the second hour. And today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of things you'd rather have instead of $2 billion. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And my weekend, Van, my tonight, as I go to Brandon Ortega's birthday party, I'm going to be sitting on New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. I promise you that. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Do you think Keith Hernandez is the best first baseman statistically of all time? Defensively? Yeah. I would have to say yes. Scott Boris today emailed out a packet to like every Hall of Fame voter. And they and basically the packet is like every other position's leader in gold gloves is in the Hall of Fame, except for Keith. He has eleven consecutive gold gloves at first base. What's the deal? I agree. He should have been in a long time ago. You think he should have? 100%. You know, I'm a Cardinals guy. Yeah. Also. Also, Fred. Yeah. As well as the elephant. Warthogs, walruses, rhinos. Oh. The mammoth, narwhals, sperm whales. Unicorns. Hippos. What about unicorns? Is that ivory or is that something different? That's not ivory. Okay. That's a magic Wi-Fi signal. Also contain ivory. So all those other animals. It's not just elephants. So I'm sure she was hunting a lot of other things. You know how I feel about the Hall of Fame? Hall of Very Famous? Yes. Cool. 
Like, watch this. Griff, do you watch a lot of baseball? You know, I don't no, watch you don't. a lot of baseball. Hey, watch this. Griff, you know who Keith Hernandez is? Yes. The guy from, from Seinfeld? The guy from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. Very famous. The magic spit. It's, it's one of the best TV yeah. moments for white people in the history of television. And because you put Keith Hernandez on it, Griff gets it. I'm into this. Put him in. Put him in. Hey, put him in the Seinfeld hat. I don't care. Major League Baseball's All-Star Game is going to put in a couple Hall of Famers, including Miggy and Albie. They don't call him Albie. I just thought it sounded like Miggy. Two legends in the game, though. Major League Baseball's doing it the right way right now. That's the kind of upper echelon sports influencers we are, Fred. Mm-hmm. We talked about it one segment that they need to honor Albert Pujols at the All-Star Game. Boom. Two days later, what happens? This is part of that CBA, too. Like, during the lockout, this is like the first one. So, are you are you up to speed on this? Let me paint the picture. Please. So, the collective bargaining agreement was, hey, for the All-Star Game, the commissioner can add one player to either team, regardless of fan votes, regardless of performance, whatever, right? Well, this is about as good of a job as you can do to start this thing off. Pujols and, and Miggy? Are you kidding me? Yes. This is tremendous. Here's Oh, actually, I have the exact rules here. You ready? In addition to 32 players elected and selected to the All-Star game, the commissioner may choose to add one player that he selects to each league's roster. First of all, he, she. I want to make sure we get the verbiage right here moving forward. In recognition of each player's career achievements, the clause states, in special circumstances, warrant the commissioner may select more than one player to each league's roster. As far as inaugural picks, these are the two best ever. How could you do better than that? Never, ever will you yeah. do better. Cabrera, by the way, you want some slashes? 308, 347, 372. Are you kidding me? Still hitting 300. A lot of singles, but he's hitting 300. He just want to make sure his career average is over 300. He's just popping them through the, the four hole like Tony. Slap. Boy. He's a little slappy boy now. Yeah. Because when he came up, he wasn't. He was dead pull. So much power. Slap, He's slap, 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 slap. All field power. Cabrera's the friggin' man. He might have another year left in him. He hasn't stated that he's going to retire. He has not. Albert, on the other hand, he gone. Well, and you you put him in the All Star game, so he can be a you know late inning pitch runner. Runner? Yeah, put him in the Billy Hamilton role. Let him go. Billy Hamilton in slow motion. Hey, game's tied. Game's tied. Cool. I don't know who's the home team this year. That is the thing I should probably know. I'm just assuming for the case of this delusion that I'm about to have. American League bases loaded. Maybe. I- I wouldn't pinch run Albert Pujols on third base. Miggy's up to bat. Bring in Albert to close it out. Put him on the bump. He's got a couple innings this year. That's what I'm saying. He got a strikeout this year, too. Can I attack fans real quick? Attack fans? Yes. Not from where you're sitting, but go ahead. I'm not talking Dodger style. I'm talking philosophical. Uh, If you have a problem with this right now, 
Albert Pujols in the National League, Miguel Cabrera to the American League, 505-246-0610. Call the program and I'll tell you why you're wrong. If you are mad about this right now, if you're the guy who's like, it's not part of the game. First of all, you don't understand the game. It's, it's actually surpassed you. It's the oldest game in the country. It's fresher and cooler than you are. Stop being a loser. Stop hating everything that's wonderful. This is what I, as a baseball fan, need to watch the All-Star game. Because I'll tell you right now, I was only going to watch the Home Run Derby. I watch it all. I'm so big. I'm just the biggest homer. Unless there's something I absolutely have to do other than I will watch the All-Star game. You know, when I was younger, Fred... When you watched Albert Pujols in the All-Star game in 2009 in the Home Run Derby? Is that what you're talking about? Quite a time before that. Because as you know, I'm a, I'm 40. I'm a man. Oh, you're a man. I'm 40. I used to record the All-Star game mm-hmm. on VHS. Weird. So I could watch it multiple times. Griff, are you still That's using... That's how much I love baseball. You still using reel-to-reel back there or are we digital back there? Because Van's, Van's talking about know. the 90s. Okay. I was eight years old. <laughs> what if Albert Pujols comes out and does a backflip like Ozzy Smith? God, that'd be hilarious. Sick. That'd be a good way to end his season early if he wants some time off. What's the name of the kicker from Tampa Bay? Uh, Martin Gramatica. Yeah, Paul Martin Gramatica. Or what was his brother's name? Bobby? Al Del Greco. <laughs> Very similar. I'm just They're related, right? Did you see Pat McAfee's new deal with WWE? I did not. Oh, my God. Multi-years, all the money. Performs. How is night. how is WWE paying their athletes? <laughs> when, Vin, when Vince McMahon is so busy paying off all of his side pieces, you know how a lot of companies have slush funds for like pizza parties or whatever. Like, oh, you got travel expenses all of a sudden. Yeah, here's a hundred bucks for gas. Slush fund. Mm-hmm. They have hush funds. Yeah, WWE. It's part of the budget. Part of the budget. It's it, written into the budget. Hush funds. Vince McMahon, apparently, and I'm sure there's more going to come out, but apparently he's paid just barely short of $20 million. To multiple people. To multiple women for NDAs to not go public on his sexual assaults. And like a Tiger Woods, like rainbow of women, of like like yeah. an account manager and like somebody in the back of the office and a pro wrestler. Pro wrestler. And- <laughs> someone on the board. One of the chefs, his personal assistant. It's like he's got like a punch card, and like he's got to knock, <laughs> he's got to like knock out each one so before he, he can earn a new hush. You get a sex assault bingo. That's what he's playing. Look, I've uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, but uh, I've never paid for sex. And I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, Vince McMahon is way overpaying yeah. for sex. I yep, it's. I would assume it's much cheaper in Vegas. I believe it's hundreds are in the low thousands of dollars. I'm going to tell you right this, not millions. I have gone to Vegas, okay, and had a zero dollar for zero dollar transaction. That's the most fair transaction you can have with consent. Man. With consent, yeah, it's really really cheap. And you know who doesn't talk about that? Either of us. It's called shame. You don't even need an NDA. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did we just do that? Yeah, you just find a lady who's got the same disease as you. And everyone's going to Vegas with the same goal. Like, just meet them on the plane on the way out there. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah, you're set up for success. Just make sure you don't have the same flight back. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> also, like, get a layover. Don't fly straight there. You don't want to meet anyone from Albuquerque on your way to Vegas. You want to meet 
Go to Denver first. Yeah, get some freshies. Get some freshies. Uh huh. Yeah, take it easy, Vince. Yeah, pervert. Also, stop reading Robert Kraft's book. That's weird that you know all this stuff, Van. Wait, what do I know? What? How much sex costs? <laughs> What's the point of being a billionaire? Elon Musk, I'm, Vince McMahon. I've window shopped. I've never bought anything. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to try some shoes on. You don't. You don't need to buy every pair. This is so crazy to me. They made one point one bill in revenues last year. WWE. Vince McMahon was like, "That is so much money." He's like, all right. <laughs> That's one twentieth of a perverted Jody Allen. Let's go to the break. Let's come back with Ned James. We'll reach out to him during the commercial. Talk a little NFL QBs. Congratulations, Albert Pulis and Mickey Cabrera. They legitimately, dudes deserve it. Yes, absolutely. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Ned James is on the program. Welcome, brother. How are you? Hey, doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm good, man. How is your world? How is your world of football fandom? Oh, man. I'm just... Uh... All over the place with football fandom, high school, college, pro. Uh, I'm just seeing a little bit of everything. I've uh, been out in California for a while, so Ooh. got to take in some seven-on-seven tournaments. High school was interesting. There's about four or five Division One players out there at quarterback, and then there's a, the best player at the whole seven-on-seven tournament was, was a sophomore. Gonna be a, he's got about 20 Division One offers. He could start at UNM right now. Uh, kind of a hybrid Lobo, like a Brian Urlacher, wide receiver guy. So, I mean, it's just incredible, some of the athleticism you see out here in California. Kids these days. Kids these days just. Baby formula. I don't know what they're putting in it. They're too good. Ned James joining us on the program. Obviously a lot of quarterback carousel going on in the NFL and a, and a lot of news that, that's kind of on the forefront. What is your, what's your take on Mayfield going to Car- Carolina? How do you feel about it? Well, that's a tough one. You know, you're talking about two guys that went in the same draft you know, one was projected to be the number one overall pick, and the other one was the over, number one overall pick. And I'm kind of torn because, you know, I, I, I put out a poll to find out what most people thought of the, <laughs> of the whole uh, situation with the two quarterbacks, and it came back almost 50-50, you know, with people, you know, thinking that, you know, Darnold may be the front runner because, you know, he's been there, and, you know, he's, he's, he's not as bad as people think he is, to, you know, people who really love Baker Mayfield. I'm a little biased because I work with Baker a little bit, so I kind of like Baker. But at the same time, Sam Darnold's a California guy, and I'm always on the California high school quarterback versus Texas high school quarterback, which Baker is. You know, and what people don't realize, and JJ gets gets a little upset with me, but I, I really harp on this all the time, is that you know the, the the top quarterbacks in the country are coming out of Texas and California. Not not this past season, but the year before, over ninety percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL playoffs were either out of California, high school football out of California or Texas. There was only one guy, I think. It was Lamar Jackson who was out of Florida. But so that's the kind of, you know, talent that you see at quarterback uh, from those two states. And so I've, I've always had a fit for the Texas quarterbacks, and I really do like Baker because I think Baker's smart. I don't think it's going to be that much of a hurdle for him to learn the offense. Um but, you know, Sam does have the, the upper hand. All my USC buddies, they're, they're all over me because they all love Sam Darnold. I just haven't seen, you know, Sam doesn't really turn me on. Darnold doesn't really get me going in, in a certain way. Where my USC buddies just absolutely love him. 
Uh, Baker, working with him, I, I didn't like the little entitlement Hollywood stuff with him, but he's a hard worker. He's smart. Um, he's a tough guy. He works hard. Um, so I like that about Baker. Um, it's just, boy, it, it just seems so odd that they have those two guys on the same team. But they didn't bring Baker in there to be the backup. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, they, they, they're saying that it's going to be an open competition. Um, the locker room is going to be interesting with Robbie, Robbie Anderson down there and his comments. Um, I'm just, it's just fascinating to me, but I'm just a little torn, and I think I'm a little biased in picking uh, Baker Mayfield to, to win out that battle. I absolutely love the Hollywood aspect of Baker Mayfield. To be a professional athlete and to make it to that level, you got to have that upper echelon swag. you got to have that moxie. you got to have that chutzpah. And then Baker's just dripping with it. But with well, that, with that being said... I don't know if you have to have the, the Hollywood... I mean, you know, guys will get turned off. You, you want to be a leader. You want to be someone that the players really respect. Um being the Hollywood type, putting on you know makeup and mascara in the locker room is is this really not going to go over with the with the guys? Everybody there is rich. Nobody cares that you're rich, and nobody cares that you're famous. They want to know if you can lead them, and these are men, and so it's pro. And uh, I think the whole you know we we you can get caught up in that as a fan, uh, the Hollywood image part of it. But uh, in the locker room, it doesn't really go well unless you're an established player and you show a little humility. Uh, and that's where Baker's lacking a little. And I think, you know, some of the reports out was that, you know, he, he may have thought, you know, his, his, his poo-poo didn't stink a little bit when he was in, the, in Cleveland. And, and you, you're talking about guys, you know, these wussies that wouldn't take a vaccination, but you're talking about guys who are getting injections uh, at halftime just to finish games. Yeah. And guys go, you know, put their bodies to just the, the brutal violence of, of pro football uh, and, and what they have to do to endure. And, you know, they're taking shots for you. They're taking shots for the coaching staff, you know, to try to get these wins. And, uh, you know, you going on the camera because you can't get touched and you're making the most money and you're the worst athlete on the team next to the punter and the kicker, uh, the quarterback is, uh, you know, you have to show a little humility to get guys to follow you, to get guys to respect you, and uh, to, to kind of bring the team together. And I think people get caught up a little bit in the fandom of the quarterback position. But, uh, you know, like I said, you know, he's probably the worst athlete on the team making the most money. Um, but he's um, – you know he's he's still you know uh, you know can can get these endorsements, but you, you know I talk like I said I, I talked to Steve McNair once, God rest his soul, and he said, hey Ned, I always asked him why didn't he do endorsements? You know because the players just loved Steve McNair. You know he was an NFL MVP, and he says, Ned, I make enough money already, which which you really do, but that sure. shows the humility yeah. that he had, and that's why I think a lot of the guys liked him. Guys were taking injections just to get out there to protect him. Those offensive linemen. You know who are who are blocking for him, who are blocking these massively strong, violent creatures that are coming across the line of scrimmage every Sunday, and the, the you know the rigors that your body go through to to protect Steve and guys would hey they would they would lay it on the line for him because they they had that much respect for him. And I don't you know and Baker had a great offensive line. People may think that you know oh Ned's just you know those guys get paid too and yada yada yada. But at the end of the day, a lot of times you know when you're you know you're battling out there. You know, guys want to know that, you know, guys care about him and guys care about the team and winning. And uh, a lot of those things are important. And Baker, you know, he's going to learn. He's young. I give him a little bit of a pass because he's young. But he, he's got to definitely get out of that stuff. And, and you got to start hearing some better things about him as far as the humility part goes. And, Ned, we only got a couple minutes. We're up against it here. But let me, let me ask you one more. It seems sure. like 
you think that both Baker and Sam Darnold have the makeup of being an NFL quarterback. Here's what I think went wrong with both of these guys is the organizations they went to. How important is it the development uh, for a young quarterback that they don't go to a dumpster fire like the Jets or a dumpster fire like Cleveland? If one of these guys went to a different team their rookie year and beyond, do we see different quarterbacks? Darnold and Anderson both from the Jets. Yeah. That's the part that's so crazy. Yep. Well, that's not really a good argument. Cincinnati is worse than all those places. <laughs> so you just really can't use that excuse when you're going, you know, Tan, these quarterbacks aren't, aren't successful because everybody's got a chance. And, and like I tell J.J. all the time, anybody could beat anybody on any given Sunday. It's hard to win a game in the NFL. They're not paying those guys money because they're a bunch of you know, Joes. These guys can really play. And so every team's got them, and you know, you've got to just be able to rally the troops, and that's why leadership is so important. Ned, let's make sure we get together for the Home Run Derby. Me and Van are going to make the effort to, to get out in the community and have a little fun with that thing. But we're super up against it because I still baseball tonight. All right. You're a good friend of the show, and we're going to have you on more regularly, I promise. Great. Thanks for having me. What a good dude. Thanks, Ned. He's so nice. Kim Kershaw is going to join us when we get back from the break. It's the big grand opening for Locker 505. I hate squeezing Ned because Ned knows. Like, Ned's got it down. Sure. Brings that heat, especially NFL-wise. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Joining us on the program, Kim Kirsch and Locker 505. They're having their big ribbon-cutting ceremony tomorrow at their new location. It's like Manal, Louisiana. It's right across the street there from Dick's Sporting Goods. Can't miss it because our T-shirt is in the window. Kim, how are you? I am well. How are you guys doing? Doing well. We're live from the studio, not from Locker 505, but we'll be out there tomorrow, and we're very excited about it. What's going on at the new spot? Well, I think we're ready to go. We've spent uh, the last month setting everything up after UNM and New Mexico Penyon uh, came along and you guys and moved us all in in less than three hours. Um, we have everything set up and ready to go. We're ready for the kids. But more importantly, right now, we're ready for the community to come out and see what we do and where we do it and um you know, get a good look at uh, how things are, every, everything is set up. I was in today looking over the store. It's laid out beautifully. It's the whole experience that I know you guys had hoped for as far as clothing kids going into school for the upcoming school year, which is just like, what, like three weeks away or something? School starts in the middle of oh, the yeah. summer now. I saw lots of I saw yeah. lots of the obvious stuff. I saw I saw jeans and shirts and sweats and all that kind of stuff. How are you doing for backpacks and notebooks and, and Crayolas? How's your world that way? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. We've got lots of pens. But we don't have very many backpacks at all, and we don't have very many spirals, which is amazing. And rulers, some of those very basic things, we really are very low on right now. And, you know, we will be um, outfitting those kids the minute they walk in the door. We're a little concerned about the backpack side of things. Um, Typically, this time of year, we have a whole lot more uh, backpacks than we do right now. So if anybody sees any on sale or wants to buy an extra one when they buy their kids, uh, backpacks. We would love to have one or two more um, here for for the students that that we see. So, do you already have your giant scissors, or do you need me and Fred to go get some giant scissors for this ribbon cutting tomorrow? Well, you know, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is bringing giant. Scissors. <laughs> the Hispanic Chamber. And I ask him that, man. <laughs> I want to know who's bringing the big scissors. Uh, so, yeah, they're helping us set up the Hispano uh, Chamber of Commerce. And, 
uh, you know, they're helping us set it up, and so they'll be bringing the big, the big scissors so that we can uh, all get in there and uh, cut the ribbon tomorrow. So really excited about that, excited about the much larger space. And as you guys know, you know, we're kind of getting the word out that now we're going to be working with Sandoval County, Valencia County, and Torrance County, um, as well as staying with Bernalillo. So we'll now be serving four counties. Again, another reason why we need the larger space. Well, we just love you guys so much, and we're so proud to be connected to you and Locker 505 and everything that you do for the New Mexico community. And speaking of proud... You have a wonderful group of employees and volunteers. How how excited are they for this next step in Locker 505's development? Well, I have to tell you, we had one of our board members come by today, and she'd been out of town and, and hadn't really seen things in the last two weeks. She literally had tears in her eyes when she mm-hmm. walked in because things are pretty much the way they're going to be. Um, and she said, I just can't believe it. You know, and um, the staff is exhausted but pumped for tomorrow. Um, and, you know, our volunteers are, I think they're pretty proud of just what they're a part of, you know, what they've made happen. Um, kind of like you guys. I mean, you guys are kind of proud of, you know, like you said, of what we've done and where we've come from. And, you know, you take a piece of that when you've been involved in one way or the other. You take some ownership to it. And we want our volunteers and our staff and and our, our sponsors and partnerships like with Two Men On. We want you to take some ownership of that and be proud of it because we couldn't do it without all those people being involved. The we event, can't. We're small staff. The event tomorrow is 10 to 2. The ribbon cutting is at noon. Uh, what's the experience Why people are there? It's tours? It, what Do I get to eat? What's up? Oh, yeah. We're going to have food just for you, Fred. I mean, for everybody. Um, so there will be refreshments. Uh, we'll be giving tours. Um, you can sign up to volunteer if you want to tomorrow. Um, a lot of our board members will be here or our staff, so you can ask questions about how the program runs or, you know, any questions you might have about Locker 505. So, um, you know, it won't take a long time, um, but we're here from 10 to 2. Like you said, um, the ribbon cutting will be at noon. We're going to have a financial donation uh, presentation at 1130, we found out today. Um, So we're pretty excited about that as well. So come out, spend a little bit of time with us, have some munchies, and get a tour of the new place. Donations are welcome tomorrow. Absolutely, always. Speaking of donations, you mentioned some school supplies, you know, some some staples for these kids with school coming up. What else do you need in the new facility? So, you know, I'll be honest with you, Van, and, and I think I've been honest with you in the past. Financial donations are already always huge to us because it allows us to purchase things when we need them. If we're out of size 8 girls' underwear, we can go buy size 8 girls' underwear. So it allows us some flexibility in what we need to be able to go and purchase it. But of course, underwear is always a big thing for us and shoes. Um, And they both have to be new. Um, So those are all these big needs. Hygiene items are something people don't think of either. Shampoo, conditioner, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant. Deodorant's a big one. It's a big deal to our kids. Uh, You know, most of them are like, that's a luxury for us to own deodorant. We don't have deodorant. 
Um, so those hygiene items are a big deal as well. Locker 505 Students Clothing Bank has moved. 6203 Manal Boulevard Northeast. Come hang out with your boys tomorrow morning. We will be there alongside the Hispano Chamber of Commerce. By the way, welcome to the Chamber, Kim. Excited to have you. Yes, Locker 50, yes we're very excited. Locker505.org or 505-294-1647. Accepting donations now. And when do you fit your first kid for the fall? August 8th. Awesome. Yep. We start taking referrals August 4th, and our first child will be on August 8th. And we're very excited to bring them into the new facility, of course. What's What's the goal for next year? How many kids are we trying to help? I'm guessing we'll hit close to 3,000, if not more. We hit 2,000 this year. Um, So I'm guessing we'll be between 3,000 and 3,500, adding the additional um, counties. I have no doubt that's where we'll be. How have the members of the Manal community welcomed you to the area? Is is Dick Sporting Goods come across the street and, and asked what they can do for you? Macy's has, of course, yeah, and FedEx next door. You know, we have a FedEx right next door to us now, and they have been fabulous. Chris, the manager over there, is outstanding. Um, we've needed a few things, you know, copied, et cetera, and he's, he's brought them over, delivered them, and, you know, they're just delightful next door. Um, so, and then we have a couple other neighbors down the way, and, and they've welcomed us. So um, we feel pretty welcome to the neighborhood so far. We haven't seen Dick's sporting goods yet. Um, but I'm sure they'll get around to it when they figure out we're, we're over here. But what, what do you want so me to do? You want me to go in there? I'll, I'll, me and Vanna walk in there, wiffle ball bats in hand. We'll make it happen. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm so, up for it. We'll say, hey, Brian. We're here. What's the deal? Locker 505 is right across the street. We'll see you tomorrow morning, girl. Okay. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good evening. 10 to 2. Come kick it with your boys. I want to touch the scissors. I don't want to cut the ribbon, but I just want to hold them. They would look like normal size scissors if you're holding them. Uh, excellent point. Yeah. 45 minutes of this program left. When do we get back? 5 o'clock is the Seuss. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Seuss. Josh Sushan joining the program. One eye on the isotopes tonight. Another eye on... Major League Baseball All-Star rosters being announced. Josh, how are you? I'm outstanding, gentlemen. How about you? Good. Happy We're Friday. Ce- oh, thanks, brother. We're celebrating Mickey Cabrera and Albert Pujols being assigned to their selective league's All-Star teams. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I feel that baseball needs to recognize that they need to find a way for certain guys to be on a team, on the All-Star team, even if they're not necessarily like the best stats of the year. You know, so I'm glad that those guys are on there. You know, I remember um, Tony Gwynn's last year. He went to the All-Star game, but he did not play. And they did a thing with him and Cal Ripken in the middle of the game. It was like the Commissioner's Achievement mm-hmm. Award or whatever. And Ripken was on the, the roster because he had the, the numbers for that year. And, and Tony wasn't because he'd been hurt for most of that year. But it was like... No, like Tony should be there. Like everyone knew it was their last year. I think they'd both announced their retirements uh, at the end of the season, and so they were taking a victory lap around the league, which is great. These two guys that had somehow played their entire career with one team, and so those guys should be honored. And you should do more because it's an exhibition game to make sure that the biggest stars are there, regardless of what type of year they're having. Do you think Yadier Molina should have been included in this? Ooh, 
Because then you start going down the, okay, well, which stars should be there and, you know, like, which legends, right? Um, man, and I know that there's a really rabid Cardinals fan who I'm talking to. Well, there's so many Cardinals on the All-Star team already. I mean, pull, pull, no, yeah. pun- pull no punches. But. Right. No, no, I'm thinking <laughs> no. You know, I mean, look, if, if Yachty had said at the start of the season, this is it, I'm done, then yes. Okay, put him on. But otherwise, no. I mean, he's done though. That's that's ex- that's my exact thought. What you just said, Josh, because like Pujols has stated, like this is it. Cabrera hasn't. So I'm like, why are we for sure honoring Cabrera when we're not even sure if it's the end for him? And the same thing with Yadier, because Yadier has done this historically, where you're like, I don't got anything in the tank. Boom, I'm back again. And he does. He even does the same thing on a game to game basis. Like coaches, like, hey. You need a day off, Yachty. And he's like, look at these neck tattoos. No days, <laughs> oh. no days off, bro. You think just because it's a day game after a night game and we're actually playing a doubleheader because we're in Chicago, you think I need to take one of these off? Nope. <laughs> no. No. I'll play. I'm into it. I, I, this is a big deal to me. I And I'm I'm not you guys. I'm like, I will have the All-Star game on, but I don't, like, stop my life to watch it. I'll, like, do whatever else, email or whatever. But I think you got me now all the way through Major League Baseball because you're doing the right thing, so I'm going to do the right thing as a fan. And I'm a big mo- I'm a big fan of both of these moves. You know, I, I wish I could take credit for this idea, but Ken Rosenthal, who I think we can all agree is just really smart, knows a lot of people, yeah, he's pretty you know, has, yeah. knows, definitely knows a lot of people. He has this idea that the starting pitcher should be Clayton Kershaw and Shohei Otani, right? Sure. The game's in Los Angeles. It's the Angels and Dodgers, like, and I'm like, absolutely, yes. Those two, those should be the starting pitchers. Regardless of whether or not they are having the best seasons, they are both having good seasons and where it's played and what they mean to the sport, I'm all in on this idea that it should be Clayton Kershaw versus Shohei Otani to start the game. I, I agree. And usually the hometown team, the year they have the All-Star game, gets a little boost in voting. Yeah. But we all know how Southern California, how they act. They don't even show up to the game on time, and they leave the game early. So it's no surprise that the Angels and Dodgers weren't that well represented, even though the game is in friggin' Los Angeles. But that makes sense to me having Otani, who, by the way, last four games, pretty four, good, four and zero, oh, forty strikeouts, no earned runs, Stealing, wow, s- swiping bags, doing the whole thing, wow. Yeah, he's unreal. He's super. So I, I got the All Star list right here, and it seems like. The mix of fans and everyone else who voted kind of got it right. There's no like 2017 where you know all, I mean sorry 2015 yeah 2015 yeah, with the Royals where all the Royals were the whole starting lineup. It seems like they got it right. And what's surprising to me is there's even two Astros starters. So I think this Astros <laughs> hatred is starting to wear off a little bit because to me personally, like there's no way Altuve and Alvarez are going to get voted just because they're Astros. But here they are as starters. I don't see. Have you seen this yet, Josh? I have not seen this. It seems I've been like diligently they, preparing for tonight's broadcast. They just got it. I think like they got it right almost every position for the first time in a long time. You know, one of the things I've always liked though about the Major League Baseball All Star Game is that the starters are chosen by the fans, and even if the fans quote get it wrong, like they they vote like fans. They vote the way that fans want to vote. Sure. So I. You know, if it's a year in which all of the Royals are the starters, so be it. Cool for their fans. If, if, if their fans figured out a way to, to break the algorithm so that they could cheat and however you vote these days, good for them, you know? Um, I, I like that. I, I like that it's the one sport that the fans make the decision, and even if the fans are 
voting with their heart and not with who's, quote, most deserving. I don't have a problem with that. Speaking of starters, you got a quality one yesterday from Riley Smith, and the boys got the W on the road looking for back-to-backs at Dell Diamond tonight. Uh, what's the energy around the team? What's the weekend looking like? So uh, when Riley Smith starts and, and he pitches the way that he did yesterday, it, it's just really fun because he just rarely throws a ball. I mean, like, literally, like, rarely. He threw 18 balls in six innings. Wow. Think about that. He had he threw three balls per inning, and a lot of those balls actually came in his last inning. He had, let's see, he walked one, so he had, he had nine of his 18 balls came in the last inning. So he's throwing so many strikes that the other team just goes up there and starts swinging at the first pitch, like, just... You know, batter after batter after batter swing at the first pitch. And sometimes they bloop one in, and sometimes they have a, a clean single. But most of the time, it was just a ground ball at somebody or a fly ball at somebody. So it's just really fun when a guy is just commanding the strike zone in a way that it just forces the other team to just swing literally at every pitch there for a while. Um, so that was really good. And the bullpen was fantastic. I'm really excited about the way that Julian Fernandez has been throwing the ball. You know, he had a really difficult two months. He gets designated for assignment. And you're thinking, wow, this guy throws 100, and the Rockies are willing to take the risk of getting rid of him, and nobody else picked him up, and he's been a different pitcher since he's come back. And he's throwing his slider and his changeup, and he's still hitting 100 miles an hour every once in a while. He's mostly 98, 99, but just, I'm really excited for Julian the way that he's been throwing the ball. And, um, and it's just a matter of just you know, preserving your energy for the games because it's 100 degrees to 105 degrees. And so you get a little bit of work on the field, you know, on some grounders or some fly balls, and then you go hit in the cage, and you basically just save your energy for scorching hot weather here in Texas. Speaking of starters, we got the best spectacles in the game, Brandon Gold going tonight. I'll say it on top of a mountain. I'll scream it from the top of the Sandias. He is pitching way better than his numbers suggest. Has has his streak kept going? Yeah, you know, his last outing was really like the first time when when he felt like he wasn't, you know, as competitive as he normally is, right? I mean, he gives up eight runs in three and a third innings against a, a Sugarland lineup that was that was really swinging it well. Um, and he gave up three home runs, and, and they were all like big home runs in terms of multiple guys on base. So, you know, I'm sure that he's really motivated to bounce back from that. Um, but you're right in that I feel like he's pitched better than his numbers indicate. Um, his ERA for the record is an even six. And he has still pitched much better as a starter than he did when he was a reliever. And you just always feel good when he's on the mound. Sure. You know, and, and, and for Riley and Brandon and everyone who's pitching this series and actually on this road trip, you just feel like they're, like, so excited to be at sea level, right? They're going to have multiple yeah. starts, too. Some guys are going to get three starts in a row at sea level, right, <laughs> where you just feel like, okay, I actually have a fighting chance, where if they hit a home run off me, they deserve a home run off me. And so, um, you know, Brandon's – Brandon's competitive everywhere, and he's really good at sea level. So let's see if he can keep it rolling. Who's on the pregame tonight? A guy named Jimmy Heron, who just joined us uh, from AA Hartford. And so, you know, we talked to him about his whirlwind. So get this. Sunday, he plays a home game at Hartford. Monday, he plays a road game for Hartford at New Hampshire. Tuesday, he flies from New Hampshire to Chicago to Austin, takes an Uber to Round Rock, and then Wednesday makes his AAA debut here at Round Rock. Oh, my God. Uh, And now that it's day three, I'm like, all right, you're ready to get interviewed by me. Let's go. (laughs) And so we learn about just, like, his week and his background. And, you know, he basically missed all of two years between the pandemic and an injury. He finally gets to play this year. And, um, yeah, got to to know the the new guy. 6.05 6.05 tonight, pregame tomorrow is 5.45, 6.05 first pitch. And then an early one on Sunday, Van, it's 5.05 first pitch here in the mountain. 
So, so there's dry steps all weekend long. What are you guys going to do this weekend? I mean, Thor's out. I mean, that's the obvious answer, right? I mean, right. I, I, I watch Marvel movies in theater because they deserve the theater experience. So that is my short answer. And then uh, I got a short week next week because I'm headed up to Colorado next week where I'm going to catch the Rockies at home versus the Pittsburgh Pirates, and that's going to be a good one. Heck yes. All right. I like it. And shout out to uh, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega. Happy birthday. Big birthday boy today. How about that? That's Happy what we're birthday, doing. Happy birthday, Brandon. That's what we're doing tonight. You'd, you'd be there if you weren't so far away. You would be away. there if you weren't so far away. Yeah. Except that I would be at the ballpark. Well, after the game, yes. you would. yeah, you would be there. Yes. Be the thing, and also Van and I have recently sparked a love for the Roller King, so oh. we're yeah, so we're going to make efforts to to figure out the Roller King. Is this a Stranger Things uh, love affair, or is this a has nothing to do with Stranger Things? Literally nothing. Um, okay. Just check it. Just we we recently learned that the kids at the YMCA go to the Roller King pretty often, and we got jealous. Yeah. Oh, so okay. that's our next move. Sounds good. All right. Good way to get me to volunteer at the Y. Yeah. <laughs> Just present me with fun. Go roller skating. That was like if I was like, and I'm I've traveled with pro teams like when, it, but it's different. Like when Josh goes to Oklahoma City, he's there for a week. Like you have to find things to do. Like, like do you have like a like an all access YMCA around the country gym pass? Like like how do you pass your mornings, Josh? Well, so this week I have kind of gotten back to what I used to do before the pandemic. You know, I mean, there for basically two years, all I did was sit in hotel rooms and maybe go to the gym oh, right? because that's all you could do. So. um this is going to be a very much a hashtag humble brag, but the off day I went to a water park, and yesterday I went kayaking at Ladybird River. So cool! And um, today I just kind of went around and looked at a whole bunch of the um, the the murals that are on walls all around downtown Austin, and just kind of like gave myself like a tour of just like street art, nice. and ate a bunch of barbecue and other Mexican food. And there's the train going by, which I would dodge as often as possible, and uh, yeah, just trying to explore Austin and uh, see the sights. That sounds like a good day. Good yeah, couple days. Well, there you have it. Yeah, I'm yeah, impressed. I, like, kayaking is... <laughs> if you haven't kayaked in a while, you feel it the next day. It's, we live in the desert. We have not <laughs> kayaked in a while. Either have I, <laughs> until yesterday. Josh, thank you so very much, and have a good You're broadcast welcome. tonight. All right, have a great weekend, boys. You can't kayak during the Rio Grande. You get high-centered on a mud flat. I would not have known that. I've tubed the Rio Grande. Yeah, but we got to go up north and then come down. You can't just go through the city anymore. They don't let you go through the city anymore? I'm going I'm to have a talk with somebody here. I need to talk to the city. We need more water. Are you being serious? You can't. We need like another foot of water. Yeah, oh. the Rio Grande's so shallow, you can't tube like the city part of the Rio Grande. I didn't know that. Yeah. You got to go up north, north of Bernalillo and then back down. The last time I tubed the Rio Grande was during COVID. Sure. And COVID's over now. That doesn't mean there's any more water. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Those aren't correlative. I recently learned there's less water than ever. In the world. Yeah. Yeah. Where did it go? It's evaporating, Fred. Into what? Space. For, are you being serious? A little bit. <laughs> I know how the circle works on the map when you were a kid. Which, by the way, if there was like a resource now to, to debunk all the stuff I learned when I was a kid in school, I would go to that resource because I feel like a lot of the stuff I was taught as a kid was just wives' tales stuff. Like, I feel like I, there was, like, this idea of, like, the, your tongue tastes foods differently in different parts. And I learned that. I remember learning that. I'd be like, now that's not true. That's just a lie. Yeah, I, uh, I remember very distinctly calling out my science teacher. Yeah. I think it was in, like, fourth grade. 
she showed us an article, and it was about Nolan Ryan. Okay. And how curveballs don't actually curve or move. What? The spin of the ball is an optical illusion to trick you. And I was like, ma'am, that's not true at all whatsoever. <laughs> like, I've seen professional baseball players throw curveballs. The laces grab the air and move its trajectory right. through the air. And she tried to convince children, a whole class of soft-brained yeah. children, and just lie to them about science and baseball. I was like, ma'am, I, I know both of these things, and you are lying. Just weird lies. Yeah, why? I don't know. Why? I remember, like, as a kid, this is a real one. Like, you took health as a kid, and they're like, hey, during the reproductive process, it's the quickest one there. That one wins. That's not how it works. No, no, no. It's not, it's not the quickest one. No. No. The part has to pick, like, oh, I choose that one. Like, there's a whole bunch of them here, and this is the one I pick. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it works. But it, me as a kid is like, have my running shoes on. Like, what? Yeah. Like, what? This is, you're just lying, teachers. What about whenever you'd make, like, a horrible face or whatever, and they're like, your face is going to stay oh, like th- that. that's a real, if you get smacked in the back of the head, that's a real, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, look at Jim Carrey's face. He makes that face all the time. Now his face is stuck like that. According to mathematics, I only. That's, that's anecdotal evidence, yeah, I believe they call that. that. Yeah. What did you say earlier? Commissionary? Did I? The what's like according to the science of when I was a kid, I only recently passed all the gum out of my system. Only very recently. So speaking of lying, apparently the internet is a liar. Go ahead. And Shohei Otani is going to be pitching and DHing at the All Star game. I knew that. And Jordan Alvarez is the backup DH. I'm into that. The jerseys look cool. Do you see the jerseys? Yeah, they're not bad. Dark and white, or, yeah, dark and light. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. this is good. Yeah. It's a little Star Wars kind of feel to me. Dark side versus Obi-Wan side, whichever side he's on. Grab a break. When we get back, a little NBA talk. Wrap it up at the Varsity. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And tonight... Tonight's for New Mexico's vodka, Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. All right, Griffin, turn your microphone on for this one. Okay. Oh, she already had it on. When you were a kid, were you told that cracking your fingers would give you arthritis? Yes. Yes. Okay, turns out that's not true. That's a lie. That one seemed like a lie when I was very young. When you were a kid... Van and Griff, and you were in the D.A.R.E. program, did you believe that people would regularly be offering you free drugs all oh, the time? Yes. I always thought, I, oh my gosh, these streets are crazy. <laughs> these streets. <laughs> out here in these streets, shouty. <laughs> I was also. Hey, by the way. As an adult, I'm kind of depressed that that never happened, though. <laughs> Steph, Fred, you're looking at the fifth grade Dare Essay Contest Award winner. Oh, my God. How many, right pe- here. How many people entered? One Van Nunley. The whole city. No, they did not. Every kid in Carlsbad, New Mexico, in fifth grade, entered the Dare Essay Contest. I think and I won. It was like a mandatory to graduate from. I got, I got a backpack. I got a certificate. Mm-hmm. I got a, um, uh, a gift certificate to Pizza Hut. I got a ride along with the D.A.R.E. officer. 
I, Van Nunley, think that it's important to stay in good physical health so that I can run away from all the vans that are offering me free drugs. Is that what you wrote? Subsequently, and quite ironically, mm-hmm. guess who's done all of the drugs? I, I don't have an answer to that. That would be me. Were you Dare t- essay contest winner. Dare is just a playbook for what kind of drugs you want to try when you get a little bit older. Were you told this common myth? That your blood is blue before it touches the air. Yes. <laughs> no, I've never heard that one. I also I heard that one growing up, but that one was stupid. Yeah. Your your blood does not... What? Why would your blood be blue? Well, yeah. because if you look at your veins through your, your veins neck, look blue. they look all blue. Yeah. So I would... I can see that. So it goes through your yellow filter. <laughs> Do you not know that there's <laughs> oxygen in blood? Like, yeah. what about oxygen in the air would change that? Right. It's more oxygen. Uh-huh. Our poor little minds. It's very dumb. Were you told that carrots would improve your eyesight? Yes. That is also true. It's not true. Yes, it improves your eyesight because it has vitamins. But carrots don't specifically. You only need a vitamin A supplement like carrots if you have a vitamin A deficiency, Deficiency. which you don't. Yes. It's not like carrots are bad for you and will harm your vision, but they don't like specifically increase your vision and i actually know a little bit about this one feed blind people carrots (laughs) hey stevie wonder nice career bet you wish you would have ate more carrots it's actually a giant propaganda thing i don't know if you guys know this from big carrot from world war ii from so whenever britain got in i'm not going to go into this whole thing because it's not it's very unsports adjacent okay but it's from world war ii like, it was part of their cover-up for, for like, radar technology. Just look into it on your own, but I promise you, but keep calm and eat carrots or whatever. That's this whole thing. Keep calm and eat carrots. I'm out. <laughs> now, this one, I don't think you learned in the classroom, but I believe this one was, a like, in the lexicon of childhood. If someone is picking on you, that means they like you. Yes. It's still true as an adult. I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, that's a giant gray area. Yeah. Because I could see that one being partially true. I think people have only ever picked on you because you're an easy target. You, you think it's... Because you took that ride in you... the dare car? <laughs> yeah. Narc. I, narc. Friggin' narc in fifth grade. Because I like drugs the least, apparently. <laughs> Until I had some, and they were Little amazing. Little did they know that that was the best cover-up. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you. Law enforcement. Did your teachers tell you as a kid that your college professors would require you to write in cursive? See, that I never heard. No? No. Okay. I remember learning cursive and immediately discarding cursive. Yeah. It's dumb. I remember having to take typing because all these, you were going to be typing all the time. That one was correct, though. That one actually counts. So I, I did poorly in typing, and I still don't type well. Yeah. Because my typing instructor, when I was, I think it was middle school, mm-hmm. wanted me to be with her daughter. And so she just let me do whatever I want. She just let me just leave class. That's weird. Because uh, she was like recruiting me to in the future marry her daughter. That's called grooming. Griff is right. It's yes. Literally gr- grooming. Yeah. And it set me back a decade on my typing skills. And I'm still trying to play catch up. I had a teacher. And in her defense. I did hook up with her daughter a few years later. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. the seeds were planted. Yeah, a lot of seeds. 
my gross typing instructor would always say the phrase, don't be a pecker. Okay. There you go. Okay. He's talking about using your index fingers. I understand. It's called hunting and pecking. And Yeah. Hunt and peck. So don't be a pecker. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. You would say. <laughs> he laughed and laughed and laughed. If you touch that baby bird, its mother will reject it. See, I knew that one was garbage. That's not true. Yeah. They still tell you not to do that. No, who's they? The if, truth like is. Like the bird people. Like, don't touch it. Who are the like, bird the... people, Griff? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if you touch the bird, but just don't lick the bird, and then, then its mother will reject it. If a bird is out of a bird's nest, more than likely the mother bird knew it was the runt, kicked it out of the nest <laughs> so it didn't have to feed it anymore. There's just dumb birds out there sometimes. Did you guys also think that bears hibernated for three straight months without waking up at all, not realizing it was actually just a really lazy part of time and a bunch of small naps? Yes. Yeah, I did too. I was also told that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever hear the phrase, that will go down in your permanent record? Yeah. Me too. And I don't even know what a permanent record is. I don't know, but what? I believe it's still out there. <laughs> who has who has access to my high school's permanent record if they even had one? Yeah, that I never heard. I don't remember that one. The taste bud thing we talked about. You know what the biggest lie was? Uh, if you masturbate too much, you'll go blind. That was a big one. Yeah. If you go to college, you get a good job and a, and a cool car and a big house and a pool. Yeah, you'll be set for life. You're set for life. Yeah. yeah, that was the lie. That was the uh, lie that was of the all biggest lies. Lie. Not if you studied liberal arts. Oh, talk about the debt. Or art. <laughs> or sports broadcast journalism. Yeah. Or I'm a teacher by degree. Yeah. What? Never taught a day in your life. No. Did you feel like becoming an astronaut was sold to you as plausible? Like the amount of people to become an astronaut is about so small. That even the, like, I remember that being, you could be president or an astronaut. And I'm like, I'm, this is a steel mill town. No, I cannot. Yeah. You're lying. I mean, I can, because I'm a white landowning male, but like, not a lot of the population because of, you know, history. The last one before we go to break and come back with a little quick James Harden recap in today's varsity. This one was not from school. It's from my dad. Turning on the car inside of the light is illegal while driving. Ah, uh, see that one. Yeah, my my dad would freak out. Freak <laughs> out, my dad would. The dome light? What do you need the dome light for? To read? You don't need to read, you dork. You're not going to be an astronaut. There's no way. The, I'm an sheer, ast- the sheer odds. Van goes, I'm an Astros fan, though. <laughs> From Houston. They tell everybody there they could be an astronaut. You can't. Go to the break. When we get back, Harden uh, recap on his decision today. Something about Verlanders in the news. I didn't see this. We'll talk about that, I guess, when we get back. Today's I-9 Varsity, maybe the shortest one in the history of I-9 Varsities. Things you would rather have than $2 billion. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, give it to me, boys. Van. You yeah, sure? We're bumping James Harden. The short of it is he took a $15 million pay cut. He wants 76ers to be better. Cool. We'll talk about that next week. What's up with those starters for the All-Star game? 
Okay, you want to do position? You want to do American National? What are we doing here? Give it however makes you feel best, my dude. Okay, let's go by position. All right. Starting off with catcher. And then, you know, starting pitchers haven't been announced yet. Blah, okay, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. There's some speculation ah, who it's going to be. Little specky boy. Yeah. Catcher, National League, Wilson Contreras. From the, from the Cubs? Yep. Ah, oh, he sucks. He's having a career year. He's playing very well. Congratulations, Wilson Contreras. They got that one right. AL, obviously, Jorge Posada. I'm sorry, who's that? Okay. Uh, AL, out of nowhere, wasn't even supposed to be a starter this year, the Blue Jays' Alejandro Kirk. Hey, legit, though? He's been slugging. That should be every like guy who's physically shaped like me's favorite player. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. First base, boy, are you going to like this answer. Mm-hmm. The MLB leader in wins above replacement. I already know. I already know. Your first baseman mm-hmm. for your St. Louis Cardinals. Number 46. Paul Goldschmidt. There we go. Goldie boy. Got that one right. That's a no-brainer. The only first baseman who's better than him is one Vlad Guerrero. Is he the starter for the American League? He is, in fact, that the makes- starter for the American League. Makes- and literally nobody. I want to make this point very clear. Nobody in baseball has been better than Paul Goldschmidt this year. And I know that is music to your ears. I mean, there's a reason the Cardinals are five games over 500 and they're going to be like a 91, 92 win team at the end of the year. And it looks like they got a pretty good shot at the playoffs. What's up? Second base, National League, one of the best names in baseball, Jazz Chisholm Jr. He's been on the shelf for a couple weeks. Yeah. But that's he's pretty deserved. All right. It's a fan vote if I've ever seen one, but keep going. <laughs> He's had a very, 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 very solid year. He's a good. He's got a cool first name and nothing else. Uh, you're wrong. He's in the Bahamas, Griff. I don't know if you know that. They don't produce a lot of major league baseball players. They're kind of impressive. Second base in the AL, my guy, Mighty Mouse, Jose Altuve. Mm-hmm. And as hated as he is, I'm super surprised the baseball world got this one right because he deserves it this year. He's the best second baseman in baseball this year. Congratulations. Mighty Mouse. Hey, third base. Before you hit on third base, I'm going on the record as third base is as weak as it's ever been in Major League Baseball right now. Go ahead. You are a maniac. You are an absolute maniac. Four out of the top ten players in baseball are all third basemen. But, deservedly so, your boy, Nolan, got hosed. Hosed. But they got it right. Manny Machado will be the National League's third base starter. American League, Rafael Devers. Uh, Jose Ramirez from the Guardians got hosed. But these are both really good second options. We're up against it. Trey Turner and Tim Anderson at shortstop. DHs, Bryce Harper and Shohei Otani. You love that. Uh, Jordan Alvarez of the Astros got hosed. He should be the designated hitter. Outfields, Acuna Jr., Betts, Peterson in the NL, AL, obviously in a vote le- or AL vote leading getter, Judge, Trout, and Giancarlo Stanton. A lot of Yankees, a lot of Cardinals, a lot of Dodgers. I like everything about it. The fans got it right this year. Congratulations, baseball fans. Today's I-9 varsity. No one wants anything over $2 billion. Don't be stupid. Can I have $3 billion? Final words, Van. Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything that we didn't cover, make sure you check out next week on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone, GG. See you next week, Burke.